You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. In the dynamic world of enterprise security, identity architects and IT leaders face a major challenge. Growth by repeated acquisitions multiplies the complexity of everything. Multiple IDPs, MFA providers, policy engines that all need to coexist. This can lead to fragmented user identities and policies that create security vulnerabilities and add access friction. Strata Identity solves this. Now you can decommission unneeded IDPs and consolidate the ones you'd like to keep without rewriting apps or disrupting users, engineers, and app owners. Plus, Strata's modular architecture makes it easy to integrate with any identity provider without manual maintenance and coding. Join the ranks of cybersecurity leaders using identity orchestration. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your top identity security priorities, and receive a pair of complimentary AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations with over 5,000 employees. Step into a new era of identity management at strata.io slash cyberwire. The word is U2F. Spelled U for universal, 2 for second, and F for factor. Definition. An open standard for hardware authentication tokens that use the universal serial bus or USB, near-field communications or NFCs, or Bluetooth to communicate one factor in a two-factor authentication exchange. Example sentence. Initially, U2F was created by Google and Yubico, working in partnership. Origin and context. In the 1960s, when computers started to become an essential tool for big business and government, the late great Dr. Fernando Corbato, one of computing's founding fathers, introduced the idea of using passwords to gain access to computer systems as a stopgap to prevent students from seeing their teacher's files on the same mainframe. He had no idea that that method would reign as the number one authentication system for the next 60 years. That started to change in 1995 when AT&T patented the idea of two-factor authentication. They said that to identify an authorized user, a system needed to check at least two of three factors, something they have like a smartphone, something they are like a fingerprint, or something they know like a password. But the early systems were clunky, hard to manage, and only used in environments that needed the most security. In 2012, a number of commercial companies like PayPal and Lenovo formed the FIDO Alliance, which stands for Fast Identity Online, with the purpose of developing a passwordless authentication protocol. By 2013, Google, Yubico, and another company, NXP, joined the alliance and brought with them the idea of an open-source second-factor authentication protocol. By 2015, the alliance announced support for contactless transport over Bluetooth and near-field communications, or NFCs. NFC is a protocol that helps two devices communicate wirelessly 
when they are placed right next to each other. The range is about four inches. Like using your mobile device to validate your boarding pass in airports. Devices with NFC hardware can establish communications with other NFC-equipped devices, as well as NFC tags. NFC tags are unpowered NFC chips that draw power from nearby NFC devices. U2F, then, is a universal standard for creating physical authentication tokens that can work with any service. As of this writing, 2022, vendors like Google, Ubico, Thetis, and Kensington offer their versions of these tokens to the commercial market. Some use the NFC protocol, some use Bluetooth, and others plug into the USB ports so that they can be used to authenticate web transactions. Nerd Reference At the 2008 RSA conference, Brett McDowell, the executive director for the FIDO Alliance, explains at a high level how U2F keys work. So keep this in mind as you go through and see the demos. This is what's happening under the hood. So you have the user, and they're being verified by the device. So the evidence that's exchanged between the user and the device is local. It's not going over the Internet. And that evidence can be a PIN number. Uh, it can be a biometric. And that's between the user and their device. So you take out all the vulnerabilities of a remote attack. Then the device, once satisfied that it has the correct user, will sign uh, challenges per the FIDO challenge response protocol. The private keys are generated by the authenticator on the device. Don't think of the authenticator as a widget. Uh, think of the authenticator as a capability. It's a capability of that personal device. And the public key is stored uh, with the username in the database in the cloud so that when the challenge is signed by the correct private key, the application knows that it was, could only have received that mathematical result from the correct device per the correct user. And the, we call that party the relying party, is the application in the cloud, because they are relying upon the FIDO authenticator to do its job. So that, in essence, is what's happening under the hood. Word Notes is written by Nyla Genoey, executive produced by Peter Kilpie, and edited by John Petrick and me, Rick Howard. The mix, sound design, and original music have all been crafted by the ridiculously talented Elliot Peltzman. Thanks for listening. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business.